Thank you for joining us for our new series of podcasts, Talk with Traders. In today's episode, I'll be joined by Brendan D, who has been day trading for about three years and most of that time with Bearable Traders. Brendan currently lives in California and balances uh, having a full-time career in the financial services industry with the pressures of trying to be a successful day trader. Today, we'll talk with Brendan about what originally got him interested in day trading, uh, how it's, his overall experience has been to date, and what he hopes to achieve in the future. I hope you'll enjoy this podcast. Brendan, welcome. Thanks, Peter. Hey, it's good to talk with you. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to be on. So, um... We had a chance to talk just a couple of minutes ago. We're talking a little bit about your background, but I'd be interested to uh, sort of hear the background. Like, what what originally got you interested in uh, in day trading? Yeah, so I, I guess what probably what whatever what got most people interested was the money factor. I mean, uh, I, I just saw these ads online and be like, "Oh, make ten thousand dollars a day, ten thousand dollars a day." And yeah. Like, I was like, "How is this possible?" I mean, and uh, I guess like you know, was looking for that, uh, easy money, thinking that this would just be, uh, you know, you know, pump and dump and, uh, follow a newsletter and, and make money. But it turned out nothing like that. And after I realized that, um, I realized what it, what it took to be a trader was, was nothing what we hear, you, you know, you, you don't, you don't want to trade low float. You want to trade what everyone else is trading. You want to take mid to high float stocks, uh, stocks in play, not pumping up, not volatile junk that I've seen out there. And uh, and then it, it became less of the money and more that I was able to produce something on my own. So, I mean, working in client services was more that I was servicing individuals and I always wanted to actually produce something and being able to trade was that it brought my mind into it that I can uh, look at, let's just say a stock chart and be able to make a decision that will be profitable and um yeah, it was just not so much for money, but be able to be good at something and be in control. I can understand that. We all want to have stuff that we're good at, right? And that makes us feel yeah. sort of empowered. Um, now, you actually, you told me earlier that uh, you actually moved to part, in part, I guess, to help facilitate training. Right. So I realized that it's probably too much pressure to save up a bunch of money, quit your job, and then think that you could be profitable making trading within six months to a year. And that, that really wasn't, the, the story was that um, I was trying that. I decided to save up some money. I left my current job. My wife was, well, my girlfriend at the time was working. And it was just too much pressure. It was just that, you know, I was living on the East Coast. So I was trading normal hours. Um, and I couldn't work full time and trade. So it was just too much on the table, you know, paying rent, car, or house mortgage, and, and right. uh, car payments. It was just impossible to, to stomach all that. And so I decided that my wife had the opportunity to move to California and work in an office for her current company, just have kind of transition of location. And that was perfect for the time zone because I know Andrew just lives uh, just up above in Canada. Just, just in north, Vancouver. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so he mentioned in his book that he used to get up before work trade and have the luxury to go to a full-time job afterwards. And I said, you know, I mean, that's the way Andrew did it. Let me try to mirror that. Um, and that's, that's what I did. We, we moved out here. Wow. I got full-time work and <laughs> it's a lot of work. Let me tell you, it's, you have to get up, you know, six o'clock or before <laughs> trade for a couple hours, head off to work, 
and um, just be able to rinse and repeat and do that every day. Yeah. Uh, well, I know Andrew. Andrew struggles with the early morning sometimes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, having that that paycheck come in just takes the money factor out of trading. That you could just focus on doing it correctly, uh, following right. the rules, and not worrying about are you up a hundred bucks today? You're down five hundred dollars. You just you're not. That's not in your mind anymore, and uh, that's really key to begin to be a day trader. So. Right. Right. Well, that's key. We never recommend that somebody quit their job because, as you say, that puts so much pressure on you to yeah. perform in day trading as opposed to being able to focus on uh, a tr just trading well rather than the P&L. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that, um, so you've been day trading for three years, is that right? Almost three. Uh, yeah, it's coming up on three, uh, three years, almost three years of variable traders. Okay. And, and I was going to ask, so it sounds like Bearable Traders has been part of that journey along the way. Um, you know, like has, have you, um, have you learned sort of most of what you apply in day trading from Bearable or did you go to other chat rooms, other online resources? Where'd you get your education? Yeah, so I, um, I, I bought a couple, actually, I well, have a couple beyond candlestick books here. I just... Sorry about this. Uh, a couple of these books here, the um, I guess the old Japanese candlestick book from the from the nineties and eighties that yeah. everyone's read. That's a good a one. Couple, couple more of them over here, but basically I was just trying to get the technical. See, we all have <laughs> oh, yeah, those. I have that book too. Yeah, there you go. See, this this is an old classic, and you can tell I've got it all dog-eared. I mean, we we all have these books yeah. that we use. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so. I was basically trying to, I'm a big fan of reading rather than, you know, kind of Googling terms on Investopedia. So I just wanted the books in front of me that I could sit down and read and needed some material. So I was just searching through Amazon to seeing what's popular. Then Andrew's book came up. Um, mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure, you know, what I exactly searched for, but that yep. was how to day trade for a living. And I saw that he was part of a small trading community. There was a chat room, all the tools that I really wanted to understand, you know, what do you day trade? What do you use? I didn't know where to start with that. I mean, I heard terms, candlesticks. I heard, you know, uh, five minute chart, one minute chart, the the VWAP, and um, really didn't didn't know what material to get. So, I, so I just before I looked at Andrew's room or joined the chat or Andrew's website and joined the chat room, I purchased his book off Amazon, and it was really uh, I purchased a few other books from other from other chat rooms, and Andrew's was just more in detail, more in depth. It was longer. I had more examples, and uh, I like that it didn't trade low floats. So that was uh, just a big right. factor that just because um, I I, uh, I first jumped into trading penny stocks because that was oh, wow. with small accounts. You yep. can you know you can you can make a five hundred dollar account. And you could you know triple that account if you wanted to, and that was appealing because most maybe most traders that start have small accounts and. You know, to be able to make a few hundred dollars, you need to trade something volatile like penny stocks. And, you know, of course, I lost those accounts and uh, never went back to trading penny stocks again. <laughs> well, that's, that. that's the attraction, right? That you think, yeah, I can sort of double or triple that account really quick, but just as quickly you can lose all of that account, yeah. right? Yep. Wow. So you... Um, uh, so you progress from the penny stocks to trading stocks that you're more comfortable with. And um, so now you trade primarily what? Sort of mid to yeah. high float? Uh, yeah, mid to high float. Anything above okay. 20 million okay. and float up to a few hundred million. Just the, the regular stuff. Just nothing too volatile anymore. And then I know 
the, uh, the, the candles when I have huge wicks where you're going to get stopped out. Something yeah. that just, uh, you know, kind of behaves better than, than penny stocks. They're not pumped, not, not in fake news or usually a real catalyst that we like to look for, right. you know, whether it's earnings or a lawsuit or something that, that material news that, that's real and not, you know, this, a, a pump and dump. So that's, that's really right. just all those tools that Arena Enters book that I just follow on a daily basis. So, um, and yeah, I mean, the scanners, of course, Trade Ideas was a big know where do you start what do you trade uh i mean you can use stock twits and all those resources too but uh trade ideas is really uh just have it there in front of you you know the gappers watch us is really uh gives you a great starting point on what to do so every day you don't have to have anxiety of what do i trade am i trading apple right. today but not tomorrow so just a yeah just kind of a it's a setup of where to begin. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that when I was trading the penny stocks and it was too late for those accounts. <laughs> That's okay. You know, I, I had a conversation with somebody uh, over YouTube today as we were doing our, our daily show, as we always do. And um, and they were saying, oh, I, I'm not sure. It looks like this community, you trade stocks I can't afford. I'm just getting started and I've got a small account. I need to focus on the penny stocks. And and I was, you know, I said, hey, one second, right? Some alarm bells are going off with that statement. I'm a little worried because that, that's the perception, right? That if I start with penny stocks, I can I can build my account and, and then I can worry about trading in a bigger account. And I would always argue that um, the... If you trade with proper risk management, you can trade almost anything. It just means you may trade sizes that people don't tend to talk about online, right? Because they always talk about, I mean, especially nowadays. Have you noticed how many people are out there like, I made $40,000 today. And I'm thinking, wow, like, really? Okay. They're like, if, if yeah, you did one. $40,000 loss? I mean, uh... yeah, well, that's it, right? I mean, it comes, I mean, hey, if you've got like a, a big account, you could do that. But you're right, a $40,000 win may be a $20,000 loss tomorrow. But, you know, people often don't talk about the fact, like I said, you, you could trade 10 shares of Microsoft and still make some good money on it because it'll move a couple of bucks. And, and you know, you start to build that way. If you're trading $10 risk, then a $30 win is, is a great trade, right? You just made three to one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think you have to balance that. Now, is that sort of how you built your account? Did you start with small size and build uh, up or? Yeah, I, I did. I started um, a small account with CMAG. And uh, that was mm. great. It just was the, the fees. I think it was about a minimum of $3 per trade. So $3 in, $3 out. And when I had a small account, say, um, you know, $10,000, it, uh, it bothered me that, you know, I wasn't really interested in making that much money, but I just didn't like the fees hitting my <laughs> account. It just made me like, it just made me nervous on partialing and you know, added in or partialing yeah. out. And it, I didn't yeah. really want to do it. And, but the use of that broker was that it showed me how to use DAS. It showed me, you know, it gave me an understanding of, of margin and um, just really, uh, it was a good beginning, but I think that the proper way was to have a larger account. Um, so I, so I saved up to have over $25,000 to use IB, have low commissions right, and have a large enough account where, you know, risking $25 is not going to, budget account around too much whereas right. um you know uh, yeah 
Yeah, and I, 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 I always recommend you don't trade with fees in mind. However, when the fees are high, it does make it tough because if you're trading small size with high fees, it has an impact on, on the overall trading. Yeah. Now, those fees have changed a lot in the last couple of years, and I expect them to, to further come down in the in the coming years, but I can understand like that would have had a material impact on, on your trades in the beginning. Um, I want to go back. I'm really curious because you mentioned that uh, so you sort of moved to California so you can do the jobs full time while you're trading, which takes that pressure off. I think that's brilliant, right? That's exactly what, what people should do where you can. Um, not necessarily move to California, but don't quit the job, right? Keep yeah. the job so you've got the salary and then you can trade and perfect the, the skills without all of that pressure. But you must trade, I guess, just a few hours at the open and then head off to work. Is that how you manage it or? Uh... Uh, exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, just get up at six in the morning, uh, trade the open uh, up until about maybe quarter to eight. So okay. about an hour and 15 minutes or so, or yeah, an hour right. and 15 minutes in the morning. I like to be done before that. I don't like to trade right before I run out the door, but right. uh, the first hour gives enough movement during the day where, you know, after five minutes or so, after the open of stocks kind of find a direction and they become more tradable, they're not too, they don't, they don't um, wick around too much. So that first hour gives enough moves that I'm able to take, you know, five or six or seven trades before I head up to work. And that, that's really it. I mean, Anything beyond that, a couple hours in, is going to wear you down. It's going to exhaust you. And uh, you've seen all, all, everyone's, all the moderators and all the traders step away for a little bit after the open. It's just, it's just too much to, to keep, you know, this, that intense focus because you're using 100% of your focus on those charts. Yeah. And to stare at them for hours on end is just going to wear you out. I tried to do that when I was working at home now because of a covid that and take advantage of can i trade all day and right. it was just wearing me out i, I couldn't you know, <laughs> participate in the chat room and scalp these stocks uh, throughout the day when i when i'm working on the other monitors on the right side of my desk yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah it was um i found that it's just that's what i do is trade before work forget about it and move on and um that must be why I'm so tired by the end of the day, because I'm uh, I'm I'm in that room from 7:30 in the morning till we shut her down at 4:30. So uh, yeah, you, well, it might be because I'm working doing two things at once. Yeah, well, you you also have that full time job to to, to worry yeah. about, right? And so that, that's uh, that multitasking. We're not naturally good at multitasking, right? So so doing that is tough, and especially as you say, like trading is intensive, and I think people don't always appreciate that. That to really at least I find to really understand a trade and and be confident that it's it's a right the right trade with the right setup following your strategy and rules whatever they may be you do have to sort of process a lot of information and really pay attention yeah. um, and you can't sort of be answering emails over here and then come over and say oh yeah that's my trade setup take it and then move off again like at least I find it doesn't work that way for me yeah that doesn't work it's, it's all exhaustive. Yeah. You're looking at multiple indicators. You're looking at the level two, the time in sales, the price action of the candlesticks. You're looking sure. at the what's, moving averages, the volume. Yeah, what's the overall market doing? Yeah. I mean, you got to be aware. Yeah, you're of looking it. at the spy of a whole monitor dedicated just to the spy, but you're looking for that break. You know, is it breaking up? Is it breaking down? And that precise second needs your 100% focus because you're if you're a second late, you can miss the move, right. and and then that's it. It's over with. So you need. Every second counts in this in this type of all. Uh, sure. So give me an idea then if you're trading a couple hours in the morning. Um, rough idea what your setup looks like. What have you got? One or 
four monitors? Do you? Do oh yeah, you... yeah. I really should do um, a setup. Uh, just a was a show me my trade stand. Yeah, that would be great. I, I forgot about. I, I'm not sure what it was called, but I was watching a few. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I have eight monitors. I had this set up since um, eight December of wow. Yeah. Wow. Since December of 2017, I knew Andrew had six at the time, so I just, you know, I don't know, wanted to outdo him. Yeah, you had to one up him, eh? Or two up him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, so, yeah, eight monitors just uh, in a whole panel just kind of surrounding you. Wow. Um, I have, uh, I wish I could show you guys, but um, I have one, two, three, four, five monitors watching one stock each. So five stocks, one on each monitor. And then the other three monitors, one for DOS, that's just, you know, your uh, just your, your, your account and all the okay. other information in DOS. And then one for the chat room, and then one monitor just watching a spy altogether, just so I could just always see what's going on with a spy. Big wow. monitor for that. So, wow. Um, yeah, it's it's not, I find it useful. I mean, I have the, the one minute, the five minute, the 15 minute, and the, then the daily okay. on each monitor. So... I don't okay. use a two minute. I just don't have enough enough real estate for all that. But right. I just stuck with uh, with Andrew's basic setup, the the one to five, and I threw the fifteen in there, and then just watching the daily, um, all at once. And yeah, yeah and then um, I just um, I use Kyle's hotkey. If, if you want to jump into that, how I take the trade, I, I use Kyle's yeah. hotkeys, and I do a um, depending on the day. I start small in the morning because I'm usually still waking up. <laughs> And not sure how, how I'm reacting, how my reactions that day. So start with like $25, $50 risk. Right. How are my trades going? Maybe one or two trades. Are, are they not going too well? Are they going well? Am I like functioning properly? And then maybe I'll increase that to $50 or $100 uh, if I'm trading well and, and things are – stocks are finding their direction and I really see an opportunity, I'll, I'll go in a little heavier. But I don't risk more than that. That's, that's enough for me, making a couple hundred bucks a day or losing a couple hundred bucks a day is really – Really want to what I stop at, and I use Kyle's hockey's with the um, the stop or the hard stops. I believe in those. Um, the only exception is if the stock that I'm watching is developing on the five minute or the fifteen minute chart. Is it starting to flag? Is it starting to you know pull back to the the, to the nine EMA or the twenty EMA on on the five or ten minute? Then I will maybe add in more if it's starting to take longer to. Uh, make it an ascending triangle up or a descending triangle down. That's the only time. If it starts to break down beyond that, I'm out. I don't. I don't hold stocks all day. I don't swing stocks if they don't go in my direction because that's just a recipe for disaster. So, <laughs> I let you get out. You, you know, it, it's tough to get out at a at a loss for a couple hundred dollars, but you can go back in it and and you know be careful. You can make that back. It's possible to recover from that, but it's not possible to hold the stock and and let it wash your out because it could run against you all day and you'll never yep. come back we it's say not worth it never turn a day trade into uh into a swing trade or a long-term hold right that's uh it's a recipe just, for disaster just, just let it go and now that being said if you're in a good trade and you've got to head off to work do you set automatic stops or do you exit all positions before you leave I thought about that i think actually kyle's working on a few new scripts with das about that i'm, I'm not sure but um, usually that I just shut down. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I have DOS on my phone um, just to kind of check my account if I was curious of what a stock was doing. But right. Yeah, I I just I don't want to. You don't. I mean, you, you don't go and trade off your phone uh, while you're uh, on no, the, you know, on the way to work. No, or? It's, 
No. I, I find half the time the stock comes back and hits my break-even price. So I mean, uh, some days you make it all day runner, and other days you don't. So I just I just shut down. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So um, you, you mentioned about uh, you know a couple hundred dollars is good for you. Do you have a set target that you try and achieve on a daily basis, or are you just sort of happy it's, with whatever you can? Yeah, it's a range. I'd say um, you know anywhere from. Um, 150 to 500 dollars and anywhere between there um that's a big range <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if if, if some if uh, if i really get a nice run on a stock and it it, it gives me up to you know 500 profit that's it i'm done but sure. if a couple stocks maybe um i don't get as much of a run it's maybe 50 or 100 dollars on each of those i will i'll keep i'll keep trading um you know okay. It's early in the morning. There are plenty of, of movers out there usually, and uh, there's no reason to stop right. if you haven't reached the target because uh, opportunities will, will come out there. They're always there. You just have to wait for them. So, yeah, I mean, it. Um, so, against that, that what's your, what, what, what is your typical risk per trade? Do you have a fixed risk per trade that you'll take, like in terms of uh, a loss? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I set the risk. I started in the day at $50 risk, or okay. sometimes $25 risk. That that'll it, Kyle's Hockey will calculate the share, the yep. risk, and the share size for you. So I'll just change that. Um, but I always start the day with with low risk because it's just too volatile near the open. I don't, I, yeah. I, I get stopped out too much, and yeah. it's not worth risking 100 bucks or 200 bucks at the open. Yeah, I, I agree. I've done it before, and it's not for me. I, I'll warm up using $50, and maybe I'll be able good enough to do the trade the open but it's usually starting small and then i'd make i'll increase it to a hundred dollars or 150 dollars but i don't go beyond that that's that's enough for me yeah yeah one of these days we'll we'll all be able to trade uh like like andrew at the level where you can just go in sort of full size and minute one right and make it yeah. work no, I, <laughs> i'm not there either I, i'm still still working towards that i don't, I don't yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that stress yeah. right now. And it's, and did you have a max? Uh, so what's your sort of max risk per day? Like when do you call it a day and say it's not working? Um, a couple hundred, uh, between two or three hundred dollars. Okay. In cash if, if I'm hitting that and it's getting close to where, you know, i got to go to work. Yeah. Um, that's it. I'll, I'll just shut down. Okay. And uh, I, I'm happy with that because, you know, the other day I lost $350 and then the next day I made, I think it was... 550 and, and I, I understand that i can lose a few hundred dollars and but i could easily make it back the next day right we're not but i mean i've re after a few years in my consistency is enough that overall i'm i'm making more than those uh the green days are better than the red are yeah the green days are better than the red days so well that's yeah. That, that's the key thing is to have that confidence. So uh, since you alluded to it, what's, uh, you know, are you feeling that you're in a place where you're relatively consistent? You've got that confidence to, you know, take, take the trades that you want to or need to based on your strategy that you'll be able to make yeah. it back. Yes. Um, I, I, my strategy is, is using just basic flag setups, uh, you know, the flag up, flag down, uh, five minute breakout to breakdowns, the one minute breakdowns and breakups are, those are hard. I, I'm not good at the one minutes, but after five minutes, usually stocks find direction, and I, I like taking those trades. Okay. And uh, reversals are tough. I don't like taking reversals. I tend to lose on those more. Um, but I do like the you know reverse ABCD or ABCD pattern. 
uh, seem to be the most consistent. And I've stuck with that. I haven't really gone beyond that. Of course, I do pay attention around VWAP and different daily levels, uh, pre-market levels, lower day, high day, all right. that stuff. Um, but I always wait for those 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 wedges, ascending, descending triangles where it squeezes, the flags where they kind of squeeze up and squeeze down. And just stick to that. I, I don't want to overcomplicate it. Um, right. So you've got a couple of strategies you said. It sounds like five minutes. You wait so roughly five-minute uh, um, breakouts. Yeah. Uh, flags. So this is the pennant type patterns. Is that it? And ABCDs. Is that what you do? Yeah. That's, okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Look, sometimes people get overcomplicated. There's lots of ways to trade, but you don't have to do them all. Stick yeah, to a I couple mean, of strategies that work for you. And some sometimes I will uh, try to scalp uh, on the one hmm. minute. Let's just say a stock rips up or rips down. Right. Uh, pulls away from the nine minute on the one minute or even pulls away in the five minute, I'll try to catch a quick scalp because usually, I mean, usually uh, you know, something that goes parabolic will snap back down, but that's where you have to watch it level two and really see where is that time to, you know, to go in short, to have that pullback to the nine EMA right. and, then, and then cover. But you get, those are like five second trades. And yeah. so, sometimes I, you know, I jump in for those, but that's, those are, those are tricky, right. but they're fun. And so do you use, Sorry. Do you use level two a lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I like the uh, Thor's. I think one of Thor's classes was the uh, level two analysis, kind of he, where you you know look for those big bids, big asks. Yeah. I played with the um, the uh, what was it the uh, uh, um, volume by price a whole uh, lot. Uh, I, I see the value in that. I just um, I can't read it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I have trouble reading. Yeah. Besides. I, I'm still using it. I love the theory. Um, the volume by price study is it does take a little getting used to, especially when you're used to vertical bars and these ones are going horizontal, right? So it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Thor is our resident expert on uh, level two and reading level two. I mean, I use it all the time to understand what's happening uh, yeah. and I think it's very valuable. Uh, so yeah, it's good to hear that you use that as well. Yeah. I say it's more of a, a basic reading, kind of. As I think I stick with Andrews, where you know you see the big ass, you see the big bid, and then you kind of see yeah. is the price move towards that direction. And then I'll look at the time of sales. You know, uh, uh, is that bid being hit or being uh, is the bid being sold to? Is the ass being bought? Uh, did I say that right? I think I said that right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but you look at the, the the time in sales and you see you know what color is is it being. But below the bid, above the bid, what right. where are the or where are the orders uh, actually being filled, and and that's where the time of sales comes in. Uh, when you want to see yeah. is uh you know the bidder ask who's in control there. So it's yeah, yeah those those are always the uh, uh, the challenges in getting those terminologies right. Yes, so something asks that are loading uh, above the active ask are people that are looking to sell at a higher price. You know, ones that are at the bid or below the bid, or they're looking to buy at a lower price, right? Everybody's right. trying to get a better deal. The price so, will come to them essentially. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's exactly what they're doing. So you're trying to figure out where are people lining up to say, "Bring the price to me." And the more volume is where it tends to draw it. But you know, it's it's an imprecise science. It's an art at best. So yeah, yeah. It, it is tough to manage. So. I'm curious then, you mentioned, you talked about red days and, and you know, if you, you're sort of red heading to work, uh, you, you'll sort of cut it off and you, you're happy if you sort of hit the goal anywhere between 150 and 500 bucks. Uh, you know, many of us have dealt with the challenges of having Hulk days and I'm curious, you know, ha have you had yeah. any of those and how do you manage them? 
Yeah, so, um, I mean, uh, actually a while ago, maybe a few weeks ago, a month ago, I had a Hulk day where I, I tried to swing a stock into the uh, after hours. Oh, okay. And, um, and uh, so I was said, okay, you know, I closed the day. You know, maybe I could trade it or move in the after hours. And it um, it stopped. <laughs> as soon as 4 o'clock, the stock did not trade much anymore. And then it was just, it was just, you know, tick, tick every, maybe every five seconds, the stock would move. It was, um, I think it was stitch fix, but it was uh, oh, just yeah. very um, not tradable. And uh, I thought maybe, you know, after hours, I can get some movement in there and kind of, you know, make it back. Right. Um, but not have, I mean, sometimes you may get an actor active after hours. If there's earnings after hours, the stock will be tradable. But to take a day trade and think you can kind of trade in after hours or even overnight is is not good. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. It's it's not worth it. I'll just take the few hundred dollar loss a day and wake up again and just get back to work. And that's what it takes. It's just, you know, kind of the quote Rocky, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up and you just keep doing it again, but don't blow up your account in the meantime. And then over the years, you'll get better at taking punches. You right. still get knocked down, but you'll get up quicker, be able to swing back harder. And that's, that's what it, that's what it took. I mean, it took uh, trading penny stocks, losing accounts there, uh, then graduating to mid higher float stocks, uh, stocks that behave a little better, that are traded by a lot more professionals and pump and dumps, joining more professional chat rooms like Andrews, and. Uh, and just the time in that chair where you know how to react into environment. Right. You I think said, uh, you, you can adapt to it. Well, what's the what's the Rocky quote that you were alluding to? It's not how many times you get knocked yeah. down, but how many times you can get back up yeah, and yeah. keep fighting. Right. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, going Hulk or, or sort of you know, basically blowing past your stop in any given trade is something I think we've all done, and it's uh, it's a tough one to manage. So it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Stitch. Yeah. Sometimes, like I said earlier, that a, a stock maybe you know has that ABCD pattern, and you're, you're expecting a pop at a certain point, but it hasn't really pulled back. So look at the larger time frame. It may need to pull back more on, on the five minute before it pops again. So you can. That's why I don't go in too heavy initially. Like right. I'll go in maybe a fifty dollar risk, and then I'll add a little more if it makes sense in the five minute. Because uh, if I was pushing the one minute wasn't ready, then I'll look at the five minute. But beyond that, if if it's not if it's not working, I'll, I'll just stop out right. and uh, I'll take a few hundred bucks. And that happens sometimes. But I know that five minutes later there could be a setup that I can go in a little heavier because it matured. And like today on NBAX, it it took a little time to get up there. I think uh, Andrew and I were trading or a few other traders, and and it ripped right up. And it was it. Some stocks just take a little longer, but yeah. if they break down on that on a different time frame, you have to get out. You, you can't just sit in there. So yeah, um, I, I don't go beyond the the one to five and the fifteen minute. If things don't look good there, hmm. um, you're out of the trade and partial in as as well. I mean, average up or average down depending on where you're going. So you have a you have a strategy where you will get in sort of you'll you'll build a position over time. Um, yeah, I have if. If the stock is looking better on the larger time frame, I'll partial. Kind of like Thor. I remember. I think Thor does something like that mm. as well, where he partials in, partials um, out as well. Well, partially in is harder than partially out because you're into money when you partial out. So yeah, yeah. Partially in is uh, it's dangerous, but if you just look at the time frame, see if it makes sense on the five minute. Don't 
look at that and try to force it to make sense because you don't want to take a loss, but right. actually look at it and, and make an opinion. Um, but yeah, I do do that. It's 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 proven su- successful than just going all heavy in one price. Um, so and well, then you don't have to push the stock as much when you average down when you want to go long. You don't need to get that that huge pop because you're averaged down. So it's a little more forgiving to get out of a trade uh, that maybe won't move as much as you originally expected it to. Hmm. Yeah, well, as long as you're doing it properly, right? Like uh, if you have a strategy to get in gradually, I think that's good. If you're adding to a trade or averaging down just because it's not working and now you're trying to desperately make it up. Yeah, it has to make sense. A trade has to make sense. That's why don't, don't, just don't go in too heavy in the start and see where the trade matures. Right. And if it's, if it's going against you and it doesn't make sense, you don't have a huge position because you only went in light at first. And, and I do that. So it's, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. Good to hear you do that. And you're right. Thor uses, uh, uses that occasionally. He also loves to do his free rolls, as he calls them, which is after he's partialed out a bit and it might pull back, it might give him another opportunity where he can sort of add back into the trade for the next yeah. sort of the next move, right? Whether it's yeah, up or down. That's the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's actually a hard skill. I mean, even Andrew says oh, he's not good at that. I know I struggle with that. I mean, yeah. sometimes it works for me. And, it, and when it does work, it feels awesome. When it doesn't work, you just get stopped at early and you just feel like you're wasted. <laughs> you just wasted the part of the trade, but that's the way it goes. So, so you're, you're working full time right now. You're making a couple hundred bucks a day. Let's say it's, it's going okay. Where do you want to take it? Like what's, what's day trading for you? Yeah. Day trading. It's still early. Uh, at least for me, everyone has a different maturity level with, with day trading. And for me, uh, I really want probably a few, few more years okay. uh, in this seat and a l- much larger account that I feel comfortable if I were to leave a full-time job sure. and rely on this as income. Right. Um, it's just it's just not worth it. Um, I mean, I have the luxury of working, being on the, uh, the West Coast, day trading and having multiple incomes. It's, it's not, it, I don't need that. I don't need to convert to full-time yet. Um, right. I may down the line, but you know, I, I don't have a kid yet. I don't have a house, so it's uh, it's a little more more to manage um, right now. But uh, down the line, if you know, I have a family and well, day trading allows you to do all these different things that you may not have time for with a full time job. So right now, I, I could kind of go go full in with working, building my account, having paychecks, and day trading. And then later in life, if you know, I get good at this, I can convert. So I'm considering that possibility too. But I don't feel that I'm there yet. Uh, I need more practice, more time. Good. Hey, I think that's a very mature approach, and, and it's good. Um, you know, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, oh, and yeah. unfo- no, unfortunately... I never never entered my mind at all of thinking about getting rich. It's just having some supplemental income that... Good. It's nice to produce uh, on the yeah. side, you know, just... Just having a little extra. I'm not. I'm not looking for that trading in the infinity pool or trading on my yacht or. <laughs> that would be nice. But that, that's yeah. Not what, that's not what, 
motivates me. Well, there, there's there's just so many you know YouTube videos out there that will will do just that, yeah. right? I'm I'm about to jump on my chopper that is color coded with my yacht, and uh, you yeah. know you too can buy my thing and you can you know make a, a zillion dollars in in six minutes yeah. a day. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, unfortunately it gives a false impression of the actual work it generally takes to uh, yeah. to day trade successfully, especially over a period of time. Anybody can get lucky. You can have some great trades. But, you know, you can also lose a lot of money if you really don't understand what you're doing. So I'm, I'm glad to hear, Renan, that you're saying that, you know, you're going to take it slow and you're going to build towards it. And when you're comfortable, that's yeah. when you can worry about taking other steps. But, you know, the way you're doing it allows you to actually minimize the stress and the pressure on yourself on the day trading as well. So I think it's yeah. great. I appreciate yeah, I mean, and applaud if, you. If I, may, if I may say what I'm, what I'm struggling with is, um, you know, it, it's always a struggle to stop out. It, it, always, it just sucks. <laughs> and that's a struggle daily. Yep. But over the years, over the months, my accuracy has improved. My, mm. my ability to, to read the price action has increased. Even, you know, if you still get stopped out, that's inevitable. But you're better at picking those uh, those those uh, those setups that you can right. take. And that's what you're trying to build. You're trying to build that skill where you can be more accurate, where you overcome your stops. And um, that's that's what I see the light at the end of the tunnel is um just being able to be more accurate with my trades sure and uh, and and if i say if i may say what what makes my day is uh you know when you're taking that great trade you post in the chat room and andrew calls it out and <laughs> that's just that's just great like i'll post my my trades where i get stopped out to be like hey guys like i got i got chopped up you know it wasn't all great but i went in heavier with a setup i liked a lot more and i was able to turn that day around because i was patient and um i really waited and you have to know when to take it easy and when to go in a little stronger. Right. And uh, just having that that backup with the community in the chat is great. I just, although I have to kind of, I can't do too much because I'm only in there for an hour in the morning, then I got to run off to work. But it, it's still that support to know, you know, hey guys, check this out, or I took the same trade as you. That really um, makes it a lot. Just uh, like you're part of something. You don't want to be in a lone wolf in it. It's not in this environment not with this type of uh this type of work so yeah yeah well indeed well good i mean i'm, I'm glad to hear the chat room provide you support because we love managing it as the moderators it's a lot of fun and it gives us a support mechanism as well i mean all of us are there because we're traders first and foremost and we we too we're seeking the uh you know that that environment where you can find like-minded people to trade with and you know that's how i ended up there my story sounds sort of like yours from a background i ran across andrew's book i was looking for you know where's the place i can go and get like sort of the truth about trading because i mean i saw all these videos and these people telling me that you're going to make a million dollars and i'm like look I, I know it's not that easy so you know the, the, it's and and i had the advantage i suppose that i'd traded day traded a long time ago early in my career when i'd had that opportunity much different world when i did it but you know i came in saying like this is like i i know i know it's not that easy and i want someone who's not going to start just telling me how they're going to give me that magic bean <laughs> that's going to make me a brilliant trader because yeah. you know and uh and and i found it. i love i love our community i think it's great so it's yeah and I'm glad you're part of it. <laughs> thanks, Peter. Yeah, well, good. Well, look, hey, thanks so much for taking the time here today with us and, and for talking with us. Uh, you know, this podcast series is, is something where it's given us an opportunity to talk to yourself, Brennan, and for you to share your, 
you know, lessons and your stories with other traders out there? Because everybody's going through similar journeys, right? Our, our situations are different. Uh, our goals may be different, but everybody's going through the same type of challenges in, in terms of trading. Don't give up. Um, just stick at it. I mean, there's days where I say, you know, I may want to tell my wife that this isn't for me yeah. and I, I just want to cash it in. But, uh, you know, I, I, I forget about that and I, and I go I working at it again and I realize the next day what was better than the previous day. I was able to really pull it around and really see that, yeah, you'll have a bad day, yeah. but you keep at it and um, you just don't give up right. and you'll make it. Yeah. So. Well, good. I was going to ask if you had any advice for traders, but you already sort of went ahead and, and gave some of that. So thank, thanks for that. Uh, I, I have to ask you a question because it's, it's been, I've been dying to know right behind you. Is, is that a chin up bar? Is that a uh, freestanding yeah, chin up? Oh, it's, um, it's, it's called a, uh, what's it called? A power tower. It's yeah. Got the, it's got the dip station. It's got the chin up and pull up bar behind it. I can't quite see it. Um, maybe a little bit here, but yeah, it's, there you go. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the gyms are closed, so. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you like take a trade and you, you pump out like a dozen chin ups? Is that what you? <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How many chin ups can you can you do? Uh. So, well, pull ups or chin ups? Well, like twenty or so. Twenty. Uh, twenty yeah. or so. He says that casually. I'd be ecstatic if I could do twenty. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for uh, being here with us. And uh, have, a, have a great uh, great night. We'll see you in the trade room. Thanks. Yep. Go Bearable Traders. See yeah. Thanks so much. Take care. I want to thank Brendan D for sharing his experience with us and sharing the fact that he's got a plan that he's sticking with. He's taken a great approach to trading, and I think it'll serve him well in the long run. Brendan? Look forward to seeing you in the room, and I hope you will join us again next time as we continue our series, Talk with Traders.